This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining me right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, you hear this guy right here on 1250 AM The Fan and on CBS Sports Radio. Evenings, 6 o'clock locally it is. Zach Gelb. Zach, how are you this this afternoon, my friend? Probably I'm doing all right. How are things in Milwaukee after what we think is unfortunate news with Giannis Antetokounmpo, but we don't really know what's going on for sure. Oh, sad, angry, depressed, all all the bad emotions is how we're doing here here in Milwaukee, Zach. What 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 would you expect how would you expect we're doing here in Milwaukee after after that last night? Yeah, that's just me being kind and I guess uh, having to ask a question when in reality I know what the answer is. And if I was a Bucks fan, I would be miserable too. But it's really been this entire NBA season. You know, when I was looking at the Western Conference, whenever I fell in love with the team, Denver, uh, okay, uh, Jamal Murray gets hurt. Then you go to the Lakers, oh, they'll win the title. LeBron and AD get hurt. Oh, um, you have the injury to Kawhi Leonard. All right, the Jazz are easily going to win. Then they can't get out of the second round. In the Eastern Conference, I never believed in the Sixers this year, and I really thought the winner of the Nets and, and Bucks series was going to win the championship and get to the finals. Now, I have no clue what to think other than I've made a lot of wrong predictions, I guess, during this postseason. And, and well, I, let's, let's start here, Zach, since, since you talked about all the injuries going on around the NBA. Then we'll talk about this Bucks hawks series a little bit because some, including LeBron, have have voiced uh, d- displeasure, concern that the short layoff in between seasons and the compressed schedule is what's leading to a lot of these injuries, and that's that's probably got something to do with it. But when you look at some of these injuries, like Giannis's knee bends backwards, no matter how much rest, no matter what schedule. Uh, uh, Kyrie twists his ankle, no matter how much rest, no matter what schedule. Trey Young steps on that referee's ankle or steps on his foot and rolls his ankle, no matter no matter how much rest, no matter what schedule. I don't know how much merit there is to to that that theory or hypothesis that the NBA's choices, along with the Players Association, is what's leading to all this. I, I'm with you. I think some of the injuries can be a part of it, but if you look at last night, it doesn't matter how much time Giannis had off. That is just an injury that unfortunately occurs when you get two people tangled up. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, yeah, LeBron was definitely right. I usually defend LeBron. I am a LeBron fan, but really this past year, and I know a lot of people talk about the drama and how he makes it all about himself. Um, I didn't love LeBron's approach heading into the postseason saying – He'll never be 100% again. It seemed as if he was trying to set up a story for another epic postseason or giving him an excuse if he does go down. And right after, I think it was they get eliminated, he fires out those tweets talking about all the injuries. And it's just like, all right, it seems like you're 
not that he needs to be in the limelight as much as he is currently, but it seems like you're just trying to put yourself back right in the forefront uh, of the conversation. I don't think uh, Giannis not having a, a full off season. The Bucks had a lot of rest because they went home early last year. Had anything to do with what we saw last night? Talking with Zach Gelb with CBS Sports Radio. I'm here evenings right here on 12:50 a.m. The Fan and your Odyssey app. Uh, right before you came on with me, you tweeted out, "How do you see Bucks Hawks ending in the Eastern Conference Finals?" Let me let me flip it on you. How do you see Bucks Hawks ending? Let's 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 reverse engineer this thing. How do you see it ending, and then we'll work back to how you got there. Well, since Charles Barkley and I probably share the same guarantee percentage in this postseason. I really should say the Hawks is seven, just so the Bucks win this series. I think I look back at that Nets and Bucks series where I thought it was over after the Nets did go up 2-0, and then we did see uh, James Harden come back in Game 5, Kyrie get hurt in Game 4, uh, depending on which side of the fence you lie on. You guys locally, you love Game 3. Here in New York, Game 3 was another disaster for Brooklyn in a game that many thought they should have won. That series got back to 2-2, and then going into Game 5, all the momentum was riding with the Bucks. and I think it's going to be similar in Game 5 where the Hawks probably get out to a good start, Hawks are up for a little bit, but the Bucks find a way in the fourth quarter to win the game. Then you go back to Atlanta for a Game 6. I actually may be going to Atlanta this weekend for Game 6, Ooh. so I could see the Bucks go to the NBA Finals or get eliminated in six games, depending on how Game 5 goes. I'm going to say, though, that the Hawks win on their home court, and then in Game 7, it goes back to Milwaukee, and the Bucks find a way to scratch and claw and get to the NBA championship. I don't know when Trey Young is going to return in this series. I would guess he'll be back for Game 5, how effective he will be. I don't know. I was surprised he didn't play last night. And I think everyone is just operating under the assumption that you're not going to see Giannis Antetokounmpo again in this series. But we also saw in that Nets and Bucks series, James Harden in less than 24 hours be ruled out, then go to doubtful, then go to questionable, and then play 40 minutes. So long answer short, I'll take the Bucks for now in seven. Talking with Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio, here in weekday evenings, right here on The Fan, starting at, at 6 o'clock and on your Odyssey app. Zach, you mentioned Trey Young out in that game. Were, were you surprised, shocked, almost, being somebody who doesn't watch the Bucks every night until the playoffs start, at, at the lack of energy and urgency that this team had when they have the Hawks right where they want them and, and there's, there's blood in the water and it seems like the Bucks just had no instinct to go for the kill? So obviously the big story from last night is Giannis, and Giannis probably overshadows the pathetic effort that we saw in that first quarter and really in that first half. Um, I'm going to say even though we've seen the Bucks kind of drag things out and even Justin Termini and, and Charles Barkley have said they don't adjust a lot and there's times that they do play stupid, I was still surprised that the Milwaukee Bucks couldn't get up for that game. It's almost as if they walked in thinking the game was over before it even started. And to be fair, I thought the game was over before it started when Trey Young, their best player for the Hawks, isn't playing. And even at halftime, when I think it was a 10-point deficit, I said to myself, they're still going to win the game because of the fact Giannis played horribly in the first half. Middleton couldn't afford if he fell out of a boat in the first half. Drew Holiday was like 2-7 of seven from the field. They played so poorly... And there were times where they were getting back into it in the first half, then they go into half down 10. 
Uh, before the Giannis injury, I did think they were going to pull it out, and once Giannis goes down, then that game w- w- was all but over. But, yeah, TNT did a great job last night once they covered the whole Giannis side of it and also the Trey Young part of it with just uh, Kenny and Shaq and Charles just lambasting the lack of effort from the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think it was even Charles Barkley who turned to Je- uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, I guess, in the first quarter from what he was saying. He goes, oh, they have no energy tonight. They think this game's over. They're going to lose the game. So a terrible effort by the Bucks last night. There's no doubt about it. I couldn't stomach any post-game discussion after that game last night, Zach. I, I turned it off immediately. A lot of spotted cow, a lot of drinks. You probably go to the hard stuff, too, I would imagine, after that one, right? No, no I'm more of just a guy who turns on Netflix and tries to forget what just happened. <laughs> like, just, just escape into a different reality. So I think... Here's the weird part, though, Rami. Yeah. It's like Giannis... He teased them a little bit, and I don't know if I buy that report, I guess from that Clippers reporter, whoever that is. Um, hey, it wouldn't shock me if it's true because it did look that bad. You see Giannis go off the court, and I'm assuming the worst. Everyone's thinking the worst. Everyone's saying a, a four-letter word that we can't say on the radio, or else you guys will never ask me back, and the dump button will have to be used. But everyone's thinking the worst, and then shortly after that, you know, I'm getting the elevator, I'm walking out of work, and I see that Giannis is, is back on the bench. That was a little bit bizarre to me, and it gave, I guess, a little bit of a false hope because I'm not optimistic about it today, just my gut feeling. It did, though, when I saw Giannis return to the bench, I was like, you know he wasn't going back in the game, but it made you think, oh, maybe this is not so serious. And then you wake up today and you go, yeah, I think this is pretty serious. Yeah, everybody's just walking on eggshells, waiting waiting to hear some news. And I don't know if we do today. If if we do, you'll hear about it first right here on 1250 AM. The fan will uh, we'll let you know if we hear anything about Giannis. What, what was – how did you feel? What were you thinking when Giannis went down? Because I know I personally – Zach, I grew up in, in Chicago, a Bulls fan. I'm 100% on the Bucks bandwagon now after 15-plus years in Milwaukee. But I, I, I felt it was – da- Think, let's be real. That yeah, that also helped. Um, I but I had deja vu flashbacks to Derrick Rose laying under the hoop in a very similar spot the second time that his knee blew up in Philadelphia, and and my heart just sank into my stomach, dude. I'm not I'm not even I'm not gonna lie to you, Zach, or or my listeners. I had tears in my eyes watching Giannis crumpled up on the court there under the hoop last night. How were you how were you feeling watching that? Did you have a sick feeling in your stomach? And I was I was pretty amazed by how quiet the stadium in Atlanta got while he was laying there. It felt like everybody felt the magnitude of this thing. It was really devastating because Giannis isn't polarizing. Giannis is such a good guy now even if you're polarizing people don't think you're a good guy not that we want to see an injury to that. I'm not saying that, but this is a guy that remain loyal. It seems as if everyone nationally besides me was trying to get him out of Milwaukee last year. He elects to stay, and you get through the Nets, and you look at the Hawks, and you go, all right, the Hawks really don't have a shot in this series. And I'm assuming that not only the Bucks going to the NBA Finals, I said it was on with uh, Bart before this series started, I was convinced that the Bucks were going to win this championship and win the NBA Finals. Now not knowing if Giannis is going to play another game I guess you turn your attention to the Suns, but the Suns have to win tonight or else all the pressure's on them because they blew a 3-1 lead and it goes to a game seven. It's whoever you start to have confidence in in this NBA postseason, something unexpected happens or there's just awful injuries that occur. And Giannis is really what every, everything about what the NBA should be about. And to see a star like that who had the postseason struggles the last two years he has his team in the best position to win a championship 
in his young career and he gets hurt, you, you hate to see it. It is the cruel and awful part of sports, and that was brutal and devastating to watch. And I just hope we get some news in the next 24 hours that still gives him an opportunity to return to this postseason, but it's tough to be optimistic right now. Hey, they should still they could still win this series. Maybe they still win the NBA championship because I don't love any of the other th- uh, three teams alive. I would like the Suns the most, but we're going to find out a lot about Chris Middleton. And I said this, um, you know, going into the postseason that he was their most valuable player. We all know that Giannis is the best player and is a back-to-back MVP award winner. Middleton, though, has had a great postseason with the game-winning shot that Tony set up against the Heat, how he finished in Game 7, even after not playing all that great in the first three quarters. And in this series, in, in Game 3, outscored the Hawks in the fourth quarter with 20 points, and Atlanta only had 17. Now Chris Middleton, and no crap, it's an obvious statement without Giannis Antetokounmpo, he really needs to take his game to the next level, and we need to see some more consistency out of Drew Holiday. And maybe that's still enough to win a championship, but, man, it just stinks that Giannis got hurt last night because of how many injuries we've seen. And even if we haven't seen a lot of injuries this postseason, it would still be awful because he's that good of a dude and that great of a player. I was going to ask you if you think they can win a championship without Giannis. You haven't winning this series without Giannis, but it sounds like you, you do think it's it's a possibility. Sun's probably the favorite, but it sounds like you give the Bucks a chance to win the whole thing, even if even if Giannis isn't back this postseason. And we don't know yet. If you're just tuning in, I don't want you to take this out of context. Yes. We don't know anything about Giannis. I'll be very clear about that every time we talk about this hypothetical. Yeah, because I look at the Hawks. If the Hawks had a healthy Trey Young, maybe it's a different story. Maybe I feel differently about this. But until the Bucks go down, I'm still going to think they're going to be able to get the job done. And we look at the other series, the Clippers are without Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, one night he shows up and has a real big game. The other night he's missing free throws. Um, and now DeMarcus Boogie Cousins still wants me to go out of my way to praise him. And the Suns, and they're probably the best team remaining now with Giannis out. Um, but let's remember what they had to overcome. You know, Devin Booker, um, I know it's only a broken nose. Um, DeAndre Aiden's playing great. Chris Paul just getting over covid it's really expect the unexpected. So I would say if it was Suns Bucks tomorrow, if you asked me yesterday, I would say the Bucks would win the series in six or seven games. Now today with Giannis out, I still could see that go in six or seven games, but I would lean towards the Suns. But watch the minute when I start to have confidence in the Suns, then someone unfortunately will get hurt there because that's been this entire postseason. That's Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio. Catch him weeknights at six right here on the Fan and on your Odyssey app. After our last talk, Zach, you sent me, you DM'd me pictures of your calves. You slid into I my did? DMs with pictures of your calves, and uh, you'll be you'll be pleased to know I didn't report you to HR. I I, I didn't I did not report you. You're all good, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I'm gonna take a play out of Jay Will's playbook. I think I got hacked. That wasn't me who sent those photos to you. They are impressive, I have to say. We, you, you, you touted your calves last after Sparky talked about it. Then I brought it up, and then you sent me pictures. I got, they live up. They live up to the hype, Zach. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, but they live up to the hype, man. It's all natural. No steroids for yours truly. I'm not Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. You got it. There's, well. Z- there's Zach Elb joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He was quicker on the trigger finger than I was to hang up. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 